Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey there, movie streamers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky. And Colin. And you'll never guess where we are. Where are we? Still at home. Damn, plot twist. <laughs> but not really. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You never saw it coming. Who would have thunk it? I like the little uh the little video you put up on their story. Oh yeah. Yeah. With the I AMC. figured you would like that. Yeah. It was funny, uh, after you post that, like that song got stuck in my head. So I was washing dishes yesterday and I was just like, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm washing dishes. <laughs> it it just starts getting more and more ridiculous when you sing it. Like the, it's just the web from all spiders. <laughs> just start getting really ridiculous with his voice. Oh yeah. You just you could go into the deep end of that real quick. Yeah. Listen back to our Aladdin episode if you want a piece of that. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> yeah. We gotta do another clip show soon. <laughs> yeah. How have you been though? How have you been? Been okay. Just okay, I'd say. Yeah. Just another day. You enjoying your Easter? Yeah, yeah. So for the Swampies, we recorded this episode on Easter, even though it ain't coming out for a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> this will be like backlogged for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We're ahead of the game. We are ahead of the game. That's the silver lining of this whole thing. Yeah. Because now like we can actually get ahead of everything and we can uh we can record a little bit in advance, which allows us to do some some cooler stuff, which like, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to bring this up on, on the episode, but we've been doing some cool stuff with brackets, you know, putting a little, little extra work into yep. it. <laughs> so... Yeah, a lot of extra work into it. Yeah. It's funny because people are going to see those brackets in April, and then the episode's not coming out until, like, May. <laughs> yeah. Like, late May. Yeah, no. that, that like uh, Aunt May. <laughs> oh, Aunt May. Aunt May and the Wasp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't like that? <laughs> no, I liked it. I loved it. Oh, okay. I actually okay. just bought some new Spider-Man pins. Oh, nice. It was actually funny. Uh, Brandon and Nicole are doing like the uh, the whole MCU uh, viewing because everybody's doing it now. But they're they're actually watching every single movie, so they watch the Hulk and you know all of the all the dirty ones, all the ones you don't want to watch. Um, but uh, I I sat with them. Dark turd. Yeah, I I was sitting with them though and watching uh, Iron Man three with them. Like I had dinner while they were watching it, and it was like the last half hour of the movie. But uh, basically, like, the ending comes. I was like, so long, Iron Man. He gets rid of the arc reactor. He blows up all the suits. What a farewell. And then, and she was like, wait, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> this movie makes no fucking sense. <laughs> that movie 
was an unfortunate misstep. Yeah. And then it, it, it reminded me that Shane Black directed that, and I was like, oh, yeah, the mastermind behind the fucking new Predator movie. I didn't know he did the new Predator. Yeah, Shane Black did the new Predator, and it was like such a... It's so annoying. Because he was in the first Predators. He should know how to make... Like, what makes the Predator good? And then he put out this bull crap. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> well, I guess that's a lesson learned. What? What's the lesson? I don't know, man. <laughs> I was gonna say don't no. don't trust Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, you can't. You can never trust Hollywood. That being said, I would take Shane Black on the show. Oh hell yeah! Talking about the first Predator, not the second, not the fourth one. <laughs> so yeah, sir, how is your social distancing going? How is your quarantini? The quarantini is okay, I guess. It's fine. It's about the same. Something that's actually been get helped me get through it, and. I don't know if this will really apply to you because we have some different tastes in music, but for me, there's been a lot of really good music from bands I like coming out lately. Oh. Yeah, so like I've had at least like once a week a new song drop for a new album. There's actually two albums coming out this month, but from like some of my favorite bands. So I've just been getting like really good music lately. And uh, I actually wanted to tell you this because I'm not sure how much you actually like this band. I don't think you like them that much. Maybe there's a song here or there, but... The opening track on Four Year Strong's new album, I actually think you'd really like. Yeah, I'd check it out. Yeah, I think you would like it. It's got kind of like a, I don't know, like a like a metalcore vibe to it. But it's, I think you'd really dig like the the guitars and stuff in it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got no problem checking that out. I've been kind of seeing the same thing pop up. I have uh, Apple Music. Nice. And I got a notification because of a band that I I have on my phone already. Just dropped an album yesterday or the day before. So I'm like, I don't know if I've ever listened to an album the day it came out, but I was listening to it. And I'm like, thank God this is good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another thing. Like Four Years Strong came out with an album. And then in the next two weeks, both uh, Enter Shikari and Dance Camp and Dance are coming out with albums. And like none of what I've heard so far has been bad. I'm like, wow, like all these albums seem like they're bangers. And New Found Glory is coming out with an album in a couple months. And Neck Deep's coming out with an album in a couple months. So like. Yeah, I'm I'm a nice. yeah, I'm getting some 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 good music right now. This nice. year's got a lot of bands that I like making music. I just everybody's making music this year cuz every time I die is working on a new album right now. Lawrence Arms, Alkaline Trio, like Yeah, I'm I, I'm looking at a really nice year. That was another one. I I noticed that uh, Alkaline Trio has new stuff out too. Yeah, they just released a An EP, like, right? A little Yeah. Three song EP. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know. I, I always find it so weird with Alkaline Trio now because like I'm almost a little bit skeptical of like how much Matt Skiba is putting into it. I don't feel like that's fair, but I'm just like I'm always wondering like how does he decide what song is going to be an Alkaline Trio song and what song is going to be a Blink-182 song? You know what I mean? The good ones are Alkaline Trio songs. Because <laughs> uh, I think you said that that 6-8 song that they put on the California like bonus. Oh yeah, one. that's an Alkaline Trio song 100%. Yeah. Like it, it even feels like it's supposed to be sung by Matt, not Mark. Mm-hmm. But yeah, actually, Blink-182's new album, Nine, it's not my favorite, but it did grow on me. There's actually some like really good deep tracks on that. Uh, there's one that Matt actually sings like the whole thing on that's really freaking good later on. But That's because he's amazing. Yeah, I know, I know you really like Matt Skiba. I mean, I love Blink-182, and I love Mark Hoppus, but sometimes I wish... Sometimes I wish Tom was back in the band. Well, yeah, because that was that's really Blink Wendity too. I love Matt Skiba. I think he's great in the band, but it's not the same. 
There, yeah. there's. I think their voices are kind of too close. They. Oh yeah, they definitely are. Yeah, there's not enough difference to really make it stand out. Whereas opposed to like Mark and Tom's voices are wildly different. Mm-hmm. Tom is speaking an alien language half the time, anyways. <laughs> I was going to say the first... Agrabah! <laughs> Agrabah! <laughs> the, the first song that they released, though, with the three of them was um, Bored to Death. And the first time I listened to it, I remember being like, is Matt even singing on this? Because they sound so similar on that song. Yeah, for real. So, you know, I, I, I definitely, definitely feel that. But, yeah, I guess... To answer your question, there's been a lot of a lot of good music, new good music that's been coming out that's been getting me through it. And also just in general, I've been watching a lot of movies, ones that I haven't watched in a while or ones that I've always wanted to see. So, you know, it's been it's been all right. Yeah, I've been on the same wavelength with what you're saying. I'm I'm doing a little bit of both. I'm checking out some old movies that I know are fucking classics in my heart. And I've also been digging through trying to go through every A24 movie because we J.O. to A24 constantly on this show. So I actually made a checklist of every A24 movie and found out a lot of them are available on streaming services, which totally relates to the episode that we're doing today. We're finally doing our recommendation episode. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Me too. This is something that we've discussed and something that may not be a regular occurrence in our mainstream of the of the show. So if you follow us and subscribe and everything, you might not see episodes like this very often. This might actually be something that we do once this is all over with the quarantine and we can go back to the movies. This might be a Patreon show. Yeah, that's kind of what we're thinking. I think, you know, right now maybe this is like a monthly installment while we're stuck at home, but afterwards this might be we're thinking about doing some different episodes that maybe you can only get like in an exclusive way so bonus episodes so that's kind of what this might be but we're gonna see how it goes and if and if you like it or if you dislike it please let us know because the feedback is great yeah and if you dislike it fuck you you stupid swampy what do you know we're gonna do it (laughs) anyway i was gonna say if they dislike it and there's not a demand for it it would be nice to know that they dislike it no i i guess i guess that (laughs) makes sense But I also think that this is the perfect time to do something like this because a lot of people are stuck at home. Obviously, we're not going out to the movies. We got the VOD movies that are dropping, but we're going to do regular episodes on those. So besides those new movies that are dropping, if you're stuck at home, what the fuck are you going to watch? Because there are so many choices between all the different streaming services and everything. It's, It's crazy. I know there's a lot of times where I've been sitting down looking at Netflix literally for like 40 minutes just scrolling through choices and I can't pick anything because there's too many options. And then you're like, oh man, it's 12 at night. I better go to sleep. Yeah, then you just <laughs> go to bed. Watch anything. <laughs> yeah, or you put on a movie you've seen a thousand times so you can fall asleep in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. So what we're hoping to do is provide you a service and get you to where you need to be. Now I'm hoping, and I, and I don't know the movies you picked and you don't know the movies I picked, but I'm hoping we're going to give you guys some movies that you might not have even known were on these services. And also you might not have even heard of, or maybe you've seen the poster and you've been like, I don't know what that's about. I'm not really interested because sometimes you're looking at these and the trailer doesn't sell the movie. Well, the poster doesn't sell the movie. Well, 
or like the weird picture they use on the streaming service. You're just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So hopefully we give you guys some, uh, some good content to go check out. Yeah. And like you said, I don't know what you picked. You don't know what I picked, but I think the format that we're going to go with this is we're going to, we're going to just go alphabetical down the list. We're doing five movies each. So 10 total, but we're going to do one from Amazon, one from HBO, one from Hulu, one from Netflix, and then we're going to do a wild card movie. And the wild card movie can be from any of them because I think those are the four major ones. Could be from your DVD collection. Oh, that's how you're doing it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's in your DVD collection. Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say, I didn't know that's how you're doing it. I thought it, was, it had to be on a streaming platform. Nope. I just picked any movie. I don't care how you find it. Oh, wow. Okay. No, I'm, I'm going to stick to one that's on a streaming platform because we want people to have access to it, right? Yeah, but I feel like any movie you could rent on something. Even yeah. Amazon Prime, like, you could rent a movie from there because I'm picking movies. When, when we say Amazon Prime, I just went from the movies that are free included with Amazon Prime, not yeah, the movies because you could rent anything. Okay, well, well, damn it. If I had known that, it would have been, I would have probably would have picked something else. But I'm going to stick for this episode. My wild card is something that you can stream. All right. I guess that works. That works for the Swampies. Me? I'm saying, fuck it. You're going to have to go on YouTube or something and spend money and rent whatever I'm going to tell you to watch. <laughs> there, there was actually a movie that I wanted to recommend, but I was like, is it on a streaming platform? And then I looked and it wasn't. So I was like, ah, darn. <laughs> so <laughs> just use that one. Who cares? I'm saying just fuck it. That's why that's why wildcard, because you know what? If you want to get wild, if you want to spend whatever, two bucks, three bucks to rent it somewhere, just do it. If you want to be really wild, you could order it from Amazon for whatever a fair price for a movie is $20 for a Blu-ray, and you can wait two whole months to get it. I actually, it took me a long time to get a movie that I'm going to recommend today. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, I think I know what it is now. Do you? Maybe. May. All right. Well, be. Maybe. All right. I'm actually waiting on my Amazon order still. Oh, you are? Yeah. You want you want to hear something real shitty real quick before you start? Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. I love hearing things that are real shitty. I love bad news, especially in <laughs> this climate. The futon, it's not good. It's not supportive. My back's been shitty because of it. Uh so 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 <laughs> More like a puton. <laughs> exactly. Exactly like a puton. <laughs> I recently invested in a nice mattress stopper because I was like, I need to get something that's like, you know, a little bit a little bit better on the back, you know what I'm saying? So I bought it off Amazon and obviously it was going to take a while because of the whole thing. And then finally it was like, it was like it shipped and I was like, fuck yeah. And then I realized like three days after it shipped that I put the wrong address and it was going to my parents' house. Oh my God. So it, it came on Friday, but now my, my dad had to mail it to me. I think I'm getting it on Monday. Like I'm getting it tomorrow, but still I was pissed. I was like, God damn it. Why don't you just drive down here, man? I think they're all like worried about like us coming down. My dad is still working and uh I mean schools are closed and stuff and my mom's been you know she works in a hospital so I think they just don't want me to uh to you know come down and risk getting Oh, uh, so it's for you not for them. Or you know possibly both. So I don't I don't yeah. know. Cuz I've I've actually you know Brandon and Nicole they don't really leave the house very often but I usually go out a couple times a week like I I've been doing the grocery store thing and a little bit, little bit of other shopping, so I don't know. Dude, the hardest thing for me, I never realized how much I touched my face until someone was like, hey, don't touch your face. Oh, when someone tells you don't touch your face, then you touch your face. <laughs> yeah. 
No, it's not even that. It's not. It's not even a thing where I was like, "Fuck you!" I'm gonna touch my face because I do what I want. It's. It's more like uh, I have facial hair. Like I have a beard. Like sometimes you gotta scratch your fucking beard, man. Well, you ever get I that? Feel like, yeah, no, I I feel that for sure. I was gonna say though, I feel like when you concentrate on something, like when you think of it, you're like, "Okay, I'm not gonna touch my face." And you all of a sudden just get the urge to touch your face. Yeah, you get like an eyelash will fall out and land on the top of your cheek, and you're like, "I gotta get that eyelash." Exactly. Or you get a, you get a little tickle at the tip of your nose, and you're like, "I'm going for it, man." Yeah. You no, start I, bleeding I you. out of your eyes, and you're like, "What do I do? I gotta wipe this." <laughs> Are you leading into something? No. Trailer park. Oh, just okay. kidding. No trailer park this episode. <laughs> I was, I was going to say the symptoms that you were describing there sound a lot like a, a film that I think is streaming on a platform. So I was like, oh, is this a segue? But I guess not. Okay. <laughs> nope. All I right. I'm not even sure what movie you might be referencing, but don't tell me because if it's on your list, I don't want to hear it. It's it's not, but I will tell you this. You'll probably watch it because it's an A24 movie. Nice. I'm going to get yes. there. I will get there. Dude, so many, so many A24 movies on streaming services. You can literally yeah. type in A24 on like Netflix or whatever and like 20 movies show up. It's actually really cool. I I, I didn't realize until you said it how many A24 movies are are actually available for you to watch. And there's so many like, you know, there's the really popular ones that everyone knows about, but there are so many movies that they have that people don't know about. Yeah, I'm I've been watching some really interesting ones. This one's not on my list, but I watched a movie Lock with uh Tom Hardy and only Tom Hardy. That one actually would have made sense for our isolation bracket, bracket but yeah. I was like, eh, let's not do it. I don't think it's very popular. Yeah. But yeah, man, do you want to get into this? Do you want to start off? Yeah, we're starting with Amazon Prime, right? Yes, we are. Okay, good. Now, usually in situations like this where we do lists, I let you start things off. So do you want to keep with our tradition or what are you doing? What What's yeah. going in your mind? Yeah, let's let's start with tradition because we're we're all about tradition here at the Two Dudes Movie Reviews podcast. Obviously, <laughs> yes. So yeah, we'll start we'll start with Amazon Prime. I did want to say this though. I feel like out of maybe this is just me, but I feel like out of everything right now, out of Netflix, Hulu, HBO, I feel like Amazon is the weakest. Is that just me, or I don't know? I I feel that. Yeah. Um. Yes and no. I'll say this. I think they have a slightly slimmer selection in terms of what is free with Amazon Prime. You get access to a lot more because you could rent very new movies for like $2.99 or whatever. But yeah. excluding that, I think the real problem with Amazon Prime is the, the search function. Navigating Amazon Prime is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, like, it's not. it's not good at all. Yeah, just the whole the whole setup of it is awful. It is so bad. So there are a lot of really awesome movies on Amazon Prime that you would never find unless you were specifically looking for it. Like I had to do some serious digging. And a lot of times what I do is uh cuz I watch on my PlayStation and on the PlayStation you can actually search in like the TV video menu a, like a movie name or whatever let's say it's the avengers and then every app that has the avengers on it will pop up it's like you can rent it from playstation network you can get it on amazon you can watch it on friggin disney plus you can watch it on netflix and then it'll you can pick which which application you want to go to so mm -hmm. 
that's how I end up finding out what's on Amazon Prime. I'll be like, you know what? Let me look up renting this movie. And then I'll be like, oh, it's free on Amazon Prime right now. But also Amazon Prime gets some really new movies. And I think it's Mm -hmm. because they they partner with studios and they put out movies like Late Night from last year is on there. And Honey Boy, we've talked about that's on Amazon Prime now because I think Amazon had something to do with the distribution of that film. Yeah. So like there's some really cool stuff on there. And I think Amazon Prime gets the most exclusive stuff. Like I I see a lot of overlap in Netflix and Hulu movies. Okay. I think Amazon Prime has the most diverse from the other streaming services. So I'll give them credit for that. Them and HBO actually cuz HBO gets a lot of really new movies. Yeah, I was actually surprised by uh, a lot of the stuff on HBO. But I don't know. Dude, they for just whatever put up reason, good boys. Megan and I watched that the other night. Yeah, I I just felt like, and maybe it was just like things that I would want to use for this episode. There are a lot of things on there that we have talked about a lot, or they're new. So maybe that, like there just wasn't as many things in Amazon that like hit the boxes for me, where I would be like, you know, I'd want to use that for a recommend episode because I tried to go with some things that were either under the radar or things that people hadn't heard of or maybe haven't seen. And I didn't want to do things that were like too new. I mean, th- there are a few movies on that I'm going to talk about that are really new. But in general, I, I didn't want to do something from like, you know, 2019, <laughs> which is funny because I do have a 2019 movie, but it's one that we didn't talk about at all on the show. Okay, but, good. But you know, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 wanted, I wanted to do stuff that was off the radar a little bit or stuff that we hadn't talked right, about. Good. So maybe that's why I didn't find as much on Amazon that I wanted to talk about. But starting off with my pick for Amazon, I went really off the board and I will say this, out of all the movies I picked, I definitely think this is the weakest one. But if you're in the mood for, for a good horror movie, I think this is the way to go. I went with Hell House. Oh, okay. Have you? Do you know this movie? I have not seen it. I know of it, but I have not seen it. Okay, so there, there's actually three of them. I haven't seen the second or the third one, but Hell House is a, one of those found footage movies, and normally I hate found footage movies, but I think this is done actually very effectively because of the premise of the movie. Basically, the premise is these, like, I think I think they're, like, young adults, but they, they've got, like, a business every year where around Halloween, they set up a haunted house in a quote-unquote haunted house, like a place that's supposedly haunted. Yeah. And it's, you know... It ups the the value because they're like, oh, it's like a haunted house in a haunted house, like, and they and they do a ton of business. So the premise of the movie is that this is their haunted house, but the house that they're in this time is is actually haunted. So most of the movie is done through like security cameras, and it's really cool because when like you see things, you're in a building that's supposed to look like a haunted house, and you can't tell sometimes if the things you're seeing are the paranormal or if it's actually like a prop in the haunted house and it plays at your mind. So I don't know. It's, it's actually a very effective uh, horror movie. I think it's actually one of the few found footage movies that I was like actually really into. Very nice. Yeah. Cool. That, yeah. You want to talk about off the radar. That was a great pick. Yeah. That, that one I think is probably going to be the one that people have heard the least about because it's got like nobody in it. That's, that's a big name. Um, and, it's it's definitely low budget, but you know if if you're in the mood for a horror movie or if it's Halloween time or something and you want to see something like kind of creepy and isn't completely stupid, then then go with that. But that's like the B movie on my my list. That is very weird because the B movie on my list is also from Amazon Prime. It's oh wow! Also what, what very under the radar. 
also starring nobody you would ever recognize from anything. <laughs> I think it's technically a foreign film. I want to say it's from New Zealand. It might be from Australia. And it kind of makes sense because it has a similar vibe to Guns Akimbo. And I think I actually mentioned this movie briefly in our Guns Akimbo episode. But it used to be on Netflix. It's actually how I found it the first time. And it's not on Netflix anymore. But sure enough, I found it on Amazon Prime, Turbo Kid. Oh, you did you did mention this. Yeah. Have you seen Turbo Kid? No, I haven't. So it came out before Ready Player One, but it's like if Ready Player One had a baby with Mad Max, but didn't have a huge budget, but had a great sense of humor and just was awesome. Like it's very 80s nostalgia-esque while also being very, it's post-apocalyptic, it's, it's weird. It's funny. It's it's crazy. It's super violent. It's quirky. <laughs> uh, it's just a really cool movie. I fucking love it. I love the way it looks. I love everything about it. It's a really cool B movie from. I do want to say New Zealand. I'm pretty sure it's New Zealand. You got me sold with the uh, Mad Max Ready Player One comparison. I was like, okay, I'm listening. So that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's the perfect mashup for that movie. It it is that it's it's it feels like a video game at some points, but then it also is crazy violent, <laughs> like crazy violent, <laughs> so much blood. I bet you nice. you would recognize uh, either like a poster for it or something. Like if you saw it, you'd be like, oh, I, like I've seen that around because it was on Netflix okay. for the longest time. Maybe I'll maybe I'll check that out. That's actually something that is cool about this is I'm sure there might be a few movies that we haven't seen that we're going to talk about, and maybe, maybe I'll check that out. Cause now I'm hitting I'm hitting everything. Yeah, why not? We have time on our hands. Exactly. Well, cool. You want to go to uh, HBO? Yeah. Now, there's two different HBOs. There's HBO Go and HBO Now. I based mine off of HBO Go. I don't know if there's a difference. I'm, I think it's all of the same movies. It's just like HBO Now, you don't need cable, and HBO Go is connected to your cable package. Oh, okay. See, I, w- I have Now, but I think that they are the same. I'm pretty sure they're the exact same thing. I, I might be wrong. So if I'm, I am wrong, if a Swampy wants to reach out and let us know, then that's great. But we're just going to assume that it's all the same stuff. Yeah. My HBO movie, and it's funny that it's this, this movie, because we were just talking about the director earlier in this episode, but it's The Nice Guys. Oh, really? I was, I was going to mention The Nice Guys. Because we were talking about Shane Black. Yeah, Shane, Shane Black, it's so funny because like I don't like the new Predator movie, and you know, I'm not a huge Iron Man 3 fan, but The Nice Guys is so good. <laughs> it's like, it is really good. It's super funny. It, I actually have that on Blu-ray. Dude, yeah, this this is actually one that like I don't have on Blu-ray, but I've picked it up multiple times in stores, and I'm like, oh, I should really buy this. This movie's so good. So full disclosure... For these episodes, I wrote down a list of like 20 different movies from every streaming service. The Nice Guys is one of the movies that I had on the list for HBO Go. I was like, oh, that might be a good one for in the future. Yeah, I've got a big list of movies from each platform. And I was trying to like, you know, give a little little diversity to my list. So I went with this because this is like it's an action comedy and takes place in the 70s. And it's got like a really old school vibe to the movie. Uh, but it's super funny and really original. I love Ryan Gosling. He's one of my favorites. And it's really cool seeing Russell Crowe 
in something like this. And uh, I saw this after it came out. Someone had recommended it to me, but I watched it and I just, I loved it. Dude, I had never seen it before I bought it on Blu-ray because I had heard enough good things from people whose opinions I actually valued that it was really good. <laughs> and also I got it at like an FYE when they were doing a deal where it's like, oh, buy two used Blu-rays, you get another one for a penny or something like that. So I, anytime they do that, I would stack up and just be like, fuck it, I'm going to get like 12 fucking movies right now for 18 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I, That's used, most of my collection, really awesome. honestly, is just used Blu-rays from FYE. Yeah, I was going to say, they used to have great deals like that. You know, a lot of my DVDs were from FYE. Dude, when the stores open up again, you get when you come down, there's an FYE uh, over the border in Jersey because the one by that used to be by us closed down a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But now I found one in Jersey, so boom. If you want kind of a comparable to something like this, if you like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, you'll probably really like this movie. That's also another Shane Black movie. That's really good. Yeah, that's also the, like the comeback for Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I mean, if you, it, for real though, like... If you haven't seen this, I really recommend that you go and seek this one out. Hell House is kind of like if you're in the mood for something that you don't have to think about too much. And this isn't really something you have to think about, but this is a really, really good movie. Yeah. Megan and I actually watched this fairly recently. It's a couple months ago already, but we both really enjoyed it. And Ryan Gosling's really funny in it. And they're both really funny in it. And you kind yeah. of wouldn't expect that from those two those actors because you don't see them do that a lot. They're usually a little bit more of like a stern, quiet type, but their dynamic was great. The chemistry is great and it's just very well written. It's a smart movie. I I really like that. That's a good choice. Yeah. And you know, if, I mean, if we have it on hand, I actually, the the tomato score for this is 92. Like it's, it's high up there. So definitely check it out. Yeah. Very cool. Dude. We're on a very similar, and we didn't write our lists even while we were on a phone call with each other. We did this completely separate from each other. We're on a very similar wavelength right now because Amazon, we both picked these like kind of B culty movies, low budget, Mm -hmm. not really well-known actors. And that was kind of a theme. And now this one, because the nice guys, it's a comedy, but it's kind of like a dark comedy. Yeah. And for my, my HBO pick is a comedy movie. All right, what did what, you go with? So I went with a Bill Murray classic, and this one makes the list because it's, I know Bill Murray is loved for Ghostbusters and a lot of his Wes Anderson films. And I I'm, I know a lot of people know this movie, but I feel like a lot of the younger audience might not know What About Bob? Now, What About Bob is probably outside of like those franchise movies or, some of the some of the bigger, more notable things Bill Murray's done. What about Bob? Is probably like top th- five favorite Bill Murray movie. Have you seen What About Bob? No, I haven't. I know of I, like I know exactly what the poster looks like and everything. I just never seen it. Yeah, so it's it's him with Richard Dreyfuss, and it's it's kind of like an odd couple relationship. Bill Murray is in therapy, and he lost his therapist, so then he starts seeing Richard Dreyfuss, and Bill Murray's character, he, any type of phobia you can have, this guy's got it. That's kind of the thing that he's dealing with. Like he, he's afraid to leave the house. He's got OCD. He's got all these problems, but he's also too nice of a guy to understand when he's not wanted. 
and that's where all like the comedy comes from. Like he he crosses the line constantly, and Richard Dreyfus is playing like the straight man in it and being like, "Ah, oh, get the fuck away from my family." <laughs> awesome. Yeah, actually, uh, Frank Oz is the is the director of that, right? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think so. And and he did Bowfinger, which I know you've mentioned on the show before. Oh, that show's great. I wish that was streaming somewhere. I should look that up. That's actually a cool pick. Yeah, so far we're both picking movies that are like, I mean, I've seen The Nice Guys, but like we're getting some good uh, some good energy between you and me. Like we're on the same wavelength for a lot of these, which is cool. Yeah. Now, I wonder if we're going to be on the same page here because uh, I actually went with a documentary for Hulu. Dude, this is insane. This is fucking oh, crazy. <laughs> I also went with a documentary on Hulu. I guarantee Whoa. you it's not the same one. I bet you it's not the same one, though. All right. Ho- hopefully it, it isn't. I uh, Right now, I'm like, damn, both of the Skies movies I haven't seen, and he's seen mine, so I, I, I got I to gotta give you something you haven't seen yet. Well, no, I hadn't seen Hell House. You got me on that one. Oh, oh yeah, true, true. We're f- okay, you're cool. 50-50. I'm smoking 50/50. you. Nice. Yeah, you are smoking me. Damn. <laughs> we should have made this a game. <laughs> My pick for Hulu, the documentary, came out in 2018. Three Identical Strangers. Oh, dude. That is a great documentary. Oh, you did watch it. Yeah, I have. Dude, yeah. okay. It's your movie. I'm going to let you talk about it, but holy shit, that is a wild ride of a documentary. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil everything, but I'll give you the the, the premise because it's in the trailers and everything, and I think just the premise alone will get you hooked on it. Um, basically, like this kid goes away to college, and you know, keep in mind... It's a documentary. It's 100% true. But this kid goes away to college and he walks onto campus the first day and everyone is like super friendly to him. And they're like, hey, how was like your summer and stuff like that? And then a kid like sees him and he's like, what are you doing here? Like, I didn't think that you would be coming back this semester. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you're so and so. And he's like, no, that's that's not me. Like, my name is this is my name. And he guesses his birthday basically. And he's like, what the hell? So he puts him in contact with him and he finds out that he has an identical twin and they just both happen to go to the same, you know, school. And then it becomes like, like news everywhere. And another kid sees himself, like opens up the paper and sees this story. And the two of them look exactly like him. And basically it's, they were, they were triplets that were like separated at birth and they like find each other. And then a lot of other crazy stuff happens after that, but it's True. really cool. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine you're just having coffee. You look at the paper and you're like, um, those two guys look exactly like me. Yeah. What and, a weird uh, feeling that must be. That's actually cause that that's like the perfect movie to bring up because it's not a, one of my recommendations right now, but uh, I actually just watched the movie enemy, which is Jake Gyllenhaal similarly mm-hmm. is like he watches a movie and he's like um that guy looks exactly like me type thing i mean it's a lot weirder than that but that's the gist of it yeah and i mean when i watched this i remember being like you know i think i've said this before i'm not huge into documentaries i like them but it's always something where i'm like i don't know how often i'm gonna want to rewatch that i would rewatch this all the time like i really liked it and uh remember after I watched it, I like told everyone, I'm like, yo, you got to check this out. Um, and that, that movie's got a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's like way wow. up there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Like 
and that this documentary is actually produced by Neon, which I think we've talked a lot, I mean, not a lot about, but we've talked about movies. And I think I said on an episode recently, like, you know, we talk a lot about A24, but Neon's like right below them in terms of like putting out really good content. Yeah. And this is another one that they've got that I'm just like, yeah, they they are definitely a studio to watch when it comes to putting out movies. Also a directorial debut for the for the uh, for Tim Wardle on that, which is crazy because it's so good. Yeah, that's awesome. It's so weird. Same wavelength, man. <laughs> but I didn't pick that documentary. I picked a totally different documentary that's on Hulu. What'd you pick? So similarly, this movie was on Netflix for the longest time, and they took it down a while ago. And now it's back, but it's on Hulu, and it's actually a music documentary, which I don't love. I don't love a lot of like live concert, quote-unquote, movies and stuff like that, but this one just hits different which is very apropos because it's shut up and play the hits okay it's the documentary on the band lcd sound system which i don't know if you're familiar with them no not at all they're kind of like electronic dance pop but kind of have like a like a punky alternative like they're they're such a mix of of a lot of different sounds but they're really cool but The documentary itself follows the band setting up for their final performance because they never really announced like, hey, this is our farewell, but it kind of had that feel to it. And they've since reunited, but this is this movie's from 2012 and they sold out Madison Square Garden, which is, is a huge deal, especially if you're a band like not everybody actually sells out the garden and it's such a good documentary when i had seen this i didn't know a lot about the band i was familiar with a couple of songs this documentary made me fall in love with the band and like i was saying i don't like a lot of concert videos it's of such a well mixed film of part concert footage part retrospective on the band there's old pictures and stuff and there's interviews about like different stages of the band's life and then it's also behind the scenes like the documentary is actually following the lead singer in the weeks leading up to their performance at Madison Square Garden so you'll see clips of them setting up the stage and hit them in rehearsal and everything and then it'll cut to you know the opening of the show and all, all the people there and then it gives you a little bit of backstory about like their past and stuff and like just the way it's formatted is beautiful that even not knowing this band very well by the the final moments of the movie, it made me cry. I was like, holy shit. It's such a powerful moment. The ending and the song that they choose to close on is super beautiful. And then from that moment, I was like, I love this band. They're one of my favorite bands. And actually, you know, the, uh, the statue of Liberty arm that's tattooed on my arm with the ribbon. Yeah. The, the words that are accompanied with that tattoo, it's actually from this band. It's the song that they play at the end of the movie. Uh, New York, I love you, but you're bringing me down. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So this movie, huge for me. Love this. It's probably my favorite music movie of all time. Like whether it's live concert or music documentary, this is probably number one for me. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Now, see, you're giving me a lot of stuff that I need to go watch now. <laughs> Dude, I think you'll really like that movie. It's super cool. Even if you don't we actually talked about it on a recent episode a couple weeks ago because you were like, I don't know if you're going to, if you would be into, I think it was Guns Akimbo. You're like, yeah, I wasn't sure if you're going to like it because it's like real electronic. I'm like, I actually love 
a lot of like synthy stuff. And this is mm-hmm. this is one of those. I think I'm definitely gonna check this one out. Some of the other things you recommended, I'm just not gonna check out because I just want to be spiteful. But maybe I'll do this. <laughs> yeah, you're spitting a lot of bullshit, and I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Bill Murray? Who the fuck's that? <laughs> Hack. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray, oh, more like man. Bill Furry. Whatever. Furry. Yeah, I yeah, furry. <laughs> yeah, he's a real furry. He was in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, he was. It was funny. Actually, there's something on Netflix now and it just looks like such furry trash. It's this new anime called Beast Stars. And if just look it up. I'm not even gonna go okay. into it, but it, I But don't watch it. I, not I, a recommend. No. I mean I haven't watched it, so maybe it's great. I don't know. But I saw like the animation of what the characters look like and I was like, that is furry bullshit. <laughs> so oh man all right so for netflix i went this is the movie that i recently bought i went with blue ruin that's exactly what i thought you were gonna say when you said it was a movie that you waited for for like a a long while because i remember you said you had ordered that Mm -hmm. so have you seen blue ruin i have not okay cool blue ruin is made by jeremy solner who also made green room and he also made Hold the Dark, which I think is a Netflix exclusive that's on Netflix right now, the murder party and stuff. But Macon Blair is the main character in Blue Ruin. He's also in Green Room. He plays one of like the uh, the Nazis or whatever in the club. It's, it's the one that they kind of let go at the end of the movie. But this is like a very scaled back thriller where the main character, his parents were killed. And it seems like he's basically like, become like almost like a hermit since then like the events he's he's like emotionally damaged and then the person who killed his parents gets released out of jail and he's like he finds out about it and he's like oh well i'm gonna go get my revenge and go kill this guy because he killed my parents and i mean if you've seen green room you'll know what you're in for but it's really intense and uh i just i love these type of movies where you know they're they're violent but they're very original and and they're not very um it's not actiony. It's it's definitely a slow burn. Like this is something that you got to be patient with. But I just love the atmosphere of it and the grittiness to it. And Macon Blair is is really good with it. And also like physically, he goes through a transformation in the movie, and it's kind of crazy what he looks like when the movie starts and what it what he looks like, you know, halfway through. I actually think you would really like this movie, dude. From what you're saying, that sounds awesome. Like the the vibe that I'm getting from it, and because I've also seen Green Room, like what you're talking about, it kind of reminds me of like Brawl and Cellbox 99 and Dragged Across Concrete because those movies, same thing. It's like... Oh, dude, no, it definitely is like that. Dude, real intense, kind of slow burn. Like, it's not like an action movie, but when it wants to crank the heat up on you, you're like, whoa. Yeah, it, it, it definitely is like that. This is... It's funny because like, I really want to show this movie to Brandon, but Nicole, like movies that are really intense like don't jive with her well so like i want to show it to brandon but i'm like i can't put this on her yeah. unfortunately <laughs> it's because it gets really intense yeah she would get along great with with megan then for that same reason like i'll be like hey i want to watch this movie let me look up what it's about and i'll be like "Ooh, you would not be into this yeah <laughs> like dragged across concrete she would hate that oh yeah i'm not a hundred percent sure because i didn't like actually stack this up but i know what the rotten tomato score on is on this movie and it's probably the highest out of any movie on my list it's at a 96 
Wow. All right. You picked yeah, some bangers. It's really high. If you like thriller movies and you don't mind movies that are slow burns, I'm not going to say like what the ending is or anything like that. But I think if you're like aware of like how stories should wrap up for certain characters and what they're like, I think you'll like this. It's definitely not something that I think is for everybody, but I know, I know for a fact that you will love this movie. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I think I've that might actually already be on my list on Netflix. So that that's in the lineup. Yeah, this is one. And again, like this came out in 2013, I think. I don't think a lot of people saw this. Yeah. What do you have for Netflix? I'm excited for your Netflix pick because there's a lot of good stuff on Netflix right now. There really is. Again, I went a little bit off off the board. I don't. I haven't looked up the scores on any of the movies I've done. I wouldn't be surprised if none of my movies that I picked are above like an 85 or even like an okay. 80 maybe. Like I think Shut Up and Play the Hits is probably in like the high 80s, but everything else I'm like, they might not be the most loved by critics, you know? Yeah. And uh, I kind of stuck with that theme. This is where we differ though, because I didn't go like full on kind of intense drama thriller on this category. I do have something like that for the next thing for my wild card. All right. For this one, I went kind of dramedy, maybe dark comedy, but leaning into more of like the drama a little bit more. It's a uh, Charlize Theron. Ooh, okay. In Young Adult. Okay, nice. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I actually have seen that one. So you, <laughs> there's right. finally one. one where yeah. I really like that movie. I I think it speaks to me on a on a good level, even though I'm not a lady and I don't write you know, young adult novels is really about kind of living in like arrested development and not feeling like you're progressing or not really feeling like you're conquering adulthood and also like dealing with depression and stuff like that. So it's, a, it's I think it's a really powerful movie. It, it has some really funny moments. Patton Oswalt is great in it. And I mean, he, we already know he's hilarious. He's a stand-up comedian. And if you like his comedy, then you kind of know what his sensibilities are. But then also seeing him in this, he does a really good job playing a dramatic role in this. And I, I just really like this movie. I think it's I think it's a really well put together film. Yeah, I think that movie is a little bit like divisive in terms of who likes it and stuff like that. Don't quote me on this. I think that the Rotten Tomato scores on that are like pretty far apart. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. I just looked it up now. So the tomato tomato on it, if you want it, if you wanted that is 80 for the critics and 49 for the audience. So it's rotten oh. by the audience, but the critics gave it a B minus. That's that's actually way further apart than I thought it would be. I thought it would have been like an A to like a C minus or something like that. No, we're talking B minus to an F. <laughs> um, I was going to say, though, I really like the, uh, the director on that movie, Jason Reitman, because he did Juno and uh, he also worked with uh, Charlize Theron on Tully. Which was, what was that? Is that 2017 or 2018? I can't remember. Yeah. And he's going to be doing Ghostbusters Afterlife because his dad oh, is really? the one who did Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah, I knew that. And was he involved in Whiplash? Ooh, I actually don't know that. He, he didn't direct Whiplash, but I he may have been a producer. Think, executive producer. But, you know, I, I actually really like him. So that's a cool pick. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of him. I'm a big fan of that movie. I, I love Charlize Theron. I love Patton Oswalt. There's just a lot of stuff that hits for me with that movie. I actually, you know, we did a we did a poll recently on, on Instagram where it was kind of like your favorites. And we put everything out. I think for my favorite actress, I put Charlize Theron. I, I think she just has so much range and she's a badass in like a lot of movies. I, 
she's just she's got no flaws. She's she's great. She's one of my favorites. Yeah, even when she's in something that's not great, she's usually really good in it. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't love Bombshell, but she is amazing in it. Yeah, no, she yeah. For a second, I was like, "What was Bombshell?" <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. That was, oh yeah, that movie that I literally just watched within the last couple months. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this brings us to our wild card. I went uh, with something that you can actually stream right now. The next time we do this, I'll go with something something else because there was something that I was going to go with if it was available on streaming, but I, you know, I, I, I couldn't do that. So I'll do that next time. But, uh, I actually went with this movie. This is the most recent movie on either of our lists, I'm assuming. And the reason that I went with this is because we didn't hit it in 2019. And I kind of wish we did because it is really, really good. And I heard that it was really good. And, uh, I just want to give it like credit when credit's due, but Portrait of a Lady on Fire is on Hulu right now, and it is really good. Oh, very cool. That's yeah. that's a foreign film, right? Yeah, it, it is a foreign film. It's in French. Dude, that's fucking crazy. You have no idea how crazy that is. Did you go with a foreign film? My wild card is a foreign film. Oh, man. <laughs> what is happening? We didn't discuss any of this. <laughs> it's it's the two dude connection man it's just like the tips of our penises just lock in <laughs> dude do you feel that lightning at the tip of our dicks i know man <laughs> it's like a lightning bolt hit the tip of my penis <laughs> what is that from it's from Step Brothers. <laughs> ah right right i was just talking about that i should have known yeah that's a movie but, i actually uh, want to rewatch. but yeah tell me about portrait of a lady on fire because i thought about watching that because I saw that they, this was just added on Hulu. So yeah, I um I turned it on like I was I was flipping through Hulu a few nights ago and I I saw that it was on. I was like, "Oh shit, like I really wanted to see this." I had a couple opportunities in 2019 where I was like, "If I drive out to like Palisades, if I like make like the hour long drive, I can I can go see it." And I just never got around to doing it. And yeah, it's it's a bummer because it's not in the book and it wasn't in our rankings, but it would have scored really high with me. I don't know if it's top tenor, but it would have been like it would have been in the conversation. But basically, it takes place in like the 18th century. But this woman, she's basically being, I guess, sold off. But like it's she's having an arranged marriage and she doesn't want to obviously have an arranged marriage because she doesn't know know this person that her mom is basically giving her to. And I guess part of tradition then is that you get a portrait like an old Victorian portrait basically taken of or painted of you to be given to like your new husband. And she refuses to pose for anybody because like if she gets this portrait done, it's kind of like she's selling herself away. And so the mom yeah. hires this port like portrait artist painter to come in and she's like, I'm telling her that you are here to basically just like comfort her and be like her friend during this time but I'm asking you to like study her. And then when you have your free time from memory, you need to paint her portrait without her knowing. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a definitely a romance. Like the stuff happens. It's not like, it's not something that's really like intense in the sense of like action or anything like that. It's very right. like reserved and all that. But um, there are intense moments though, like for sure. And uh, there's times when she's in the house and she's painting the portrait and she feels bad because she's like basically betraying this person because she ends up liking her and she's like i'm doing this behind her back she doesn't want me to do this you know but like i have to do it because i'm being like someone's paying for my services like i have to do it but uh there's parts where like 
the the girl comes into the room and she's like hey like are we going out and she's like behind a curtain basically painting the girl's portrait and stuff like that <laughs> so oh wow yeah no but it's it's really really good my only caveat is that if you get offended by nudity don't watch it <laughs> but oh, okay yeah but uh other than that like yeah that this was it's kind of a bummer we didn't see it in 2019 because it's really good well everybody who has the book just delete it because we're making a new one <laughs> we got to add this one yeah you know we're, we're gonna add this one i actually almost thought of like the book was done when i watched this but while we were working on that i had heard so many good things about this movie it's at a 98 percent rotten tomatoes and i was like maybe i should just like find it and watch it and then if it is that good throw it in the book and i didn't get around to doing that and yeah i almost wish i did <laughs> so yeah Oh, well, well, now the Swampies know here, so it works out. It's not in the book, but it's in this episode, so we made up for it. Yeah, I, I really wanted to, to at least talk about it because it, it definitely deserves mention. Did that get nominated along with Parasite for Best Foreign for Best Film? Best Foreign Film? No, it didn't, actually. I was I was really surprised considering the buzz that I heard about it, but, you know, it, it wasn't nominated. Damn, that's crazy. One of the movies that was nominated for foreign, foreign film, though, I'm pretty sure is also on Hulu right now. It's it's that documentary. I think it's a documentary. It's Honeyland. It's the one with like the beekeeper. I actually started watching that, in, you know, in 2019. I never finished it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that pop up recently. I thought I had yeah. recognized it, but I was like, what? why do I know that? But yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, that, that that's my wild card. So that's on Hulu. If anyone wants to go check it out, if they missed it also. Yeah, it's, re- it's really good. Very cool, bro. Now for my wild card what is yours i'm curious yeah i also went foreign film because for some reason you and me are just the same brain now like we spend too much time talking movies <laughs> with each other that we cannot separate our minds like when it comes to like, whatever the movie portion of your brain is you and me have synced up completely like we're on the same menstrual cycle for our movie brain <laughs> you know what i mean like too much yeah yeah, i hear you (laughs) yeah too much movie talk between you and me we're just we just think the same but it's it's just super weird that we're picking like similar not genre but like movies that are very similarly relatable but from the exact same streaming service or whatever it is you know because i it could have been totally mixed up that you're like oh i picked like a out of nowhere B kind of cult movie for my Amazon pick. And I'd be like, oh, well, I picked one of those for my Netflix. Nope. For the exact same service. It's fucking weird. Is, is yours on Hulu also? No. I have no idea where oh, okay. you can find mine. I actually... Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot forgot that you said that. Yeah. Okay. I bet you you can find it. You could rent it on YouTube or Amazon Prime. I, I guarantee you can find a copy of it where you can rent it for a couple of bucks. I'm actually ordering... I'm ordering a Blu-ray set because it's actually part of a trilogy it is foreign film from park chan wook i think i'm saying that right park chan wook it is old boy from 2003 you know what when you said it was foreign film i had a feeling old boy might be top five favorite movie of all time possibly could squeak into the top three but i I can confidently say top fiver yeah it's so cool i i I know you love it dude it's so good it's john wick Mm -hmm. way before John Wick and it has I think I showed you when we did Parabellum that like hallway after recording with the yeah dude 
Yeah. Because it's one shot consecutive. It's a long shot. And it's just him wailing on motherfuckers with a hammer. It is so <laughs> just violent and visceral, but some of like some of the most interesting fight choreography and cinematography you will ever see. It I think that movie is hugely inspirational to a lot of indie filmmakers and a lot of people who I bet you that that was in, inspirational for when they were working on John Wick. It had to be. I'm yeah, I'm sure it is. It's it's it seems like it's it's a uh, you know, it, it did come out in 2003 so it's a little bit older but uh it seems like a more raw version of John Wick if that makes sense. No, it definitely like, John, is. Yeah, cuz like John Wick is more polished and then Old Boy is a little bit more I guess yeah, like raw is a, a good word for it. Yeah, definitely. Even in the the story of it, it's <laughs> it's a lot more visceral. Is like the best way I can put it. Th- this movie is not for the faint at heart. Like this is not something for easy consumption. This is it's brutal. It's gritty. It's fucking awesome. It's so cool. This movie was a big influence for me to really seek out a lot more uh, Korean film and. I know these are different cultures completely, but like Japanese movies, like I already liked a lot of like the Japanese horror stuff, but this showed me something totally different and like really, really like planted a seed in me to be like, oh, I need to find more movies outside of this fucking country that I live in. And cause there's some crazy shit going on out there. And this is what I live for. Like this is like, my favorite style of movie. Like it's got a really solid twist in it. It's got some funny moments. It's got great action. It looks cool as shit. It's fucking nuts. I love this movie. Very cool. This is one you need to check out. If, if you can rent this. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm curious if this, I, for some reason I thought that old boy may have been streaming on something. Well, I would be careful because there's two old boys because it was remade in yeah, like 2012 or something like that. Yeah, no, the 2013 one came out. Is, isn't that the one with Josh Brolin or something? Yeah, the new one? yeah, it is not as good at all. I, I've seen both. I, the American one is fine, but like in my eyes, if I were to rate the original at an A+, which it is for me, I would rate the American one at like a C or a C minus. Okay. Like it's a, it's a large step down at the very least, whatever you do. If you want to see both of them, watch the original first. Do not watch the Josh Brolin one first because it'll ruin the surprise. It'll ruin the twist for you. And it's not nearly as good. So you'll get the same oh, so it's- surprise, but you will have a shittier movie that you watched. So it'll ruin okay. the original when you go to watch it. Cause you already know the twist. All right. Yeah, I was actually I was curious if it was like a very close faithful like sequel or adaptation or remake. So, yeah, definitely I I'll watch the original first if I when I check it out. Yeah, they I think for the American one and I don't remember the American one vividly. Like the the original images are burnt into your fucking mind. You will never forget it once you've seen it. It will stay with you forever. But mm-hmm. In a good way. In a good way, of course. You know, it's funny. Like, th- that movie is also a revenge movie, and I had a revenge movie in mine also. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Dude, we're the same dude. That's why we do this show. We're, we were made <laughs> for each other. 
<laughs> two dudes and the same dude. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. That's a totally different movie. On oh. A, on another streaming service that you can get on the internet. <laughs> Ends with hub. <laughs> Chub hub. <laughs> Ooh. We should make that website. I feel like we should have said this at the beginning, though. But if anybody, before anybody messages us on social media or anything, which you should do, you should add two dudes movie reviews. But we left Disney Plus off of our recommendation list because if you want to know what to watch on Disney, just think this. Is it a Fox movie or a Disney movie? Eh, it's probably there. Like, Yeah, for... for- I, I just felt like uh, Disney Plus doesn't have like as diverse of a catalog to really do anything that's that surprising. No. Or to like, give you something that you really haven't seen. Like I feel like a lot of stuff on there you've seen already or you know of. Like, so that's why we didn't put it on there. Yeah. Disney Plus, and for, step your game up. Disney Plus, a.k.a. The Mandalorian app. I still haven't finished The Mandalorian. What? Yeah, I, I have two episodes left. I never finished it. Oh, man. So you haven't seen the most hated... Stormtroopers in Star Wars history. Uh, no, I, I haven't, I guess. I I mean, I'll say this. The Mandalorian started, maybe the last few episodes are better and it'll change my mind a little bit, but I, it started, I was really digging it. I was digging the aesthetic of it. But as soon as I found out that it was just an episodic show and there wasn't really a through line to it, I was like, I have no interest. So I, I haven't finished it yet. I think it's a slow burn. I think they're leaning heavy into the Western aesthetic like a Star Wars Western, like Spaghetti Western almost. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if necessarily the last episode will really tie it together in a perfect way for you, but I think what this first season does is establishes the characters and what the world is and what kind of they're going through and propels you through and really sets up the future of it. I think they knew ahead of time. They're like, this isn't the only season we're going to make of this. And they, they really use this as a launching pad, like this first season. Cause it's only like what? Six, seven episodes or something short. Like eight right? episodes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So I think they were, this almost feels like it could have been the first three episodes of, of like a 12 episode arch, like they could have condensed these first eight episodes into like three episodes. And it would have felt like, actually I, I know he's in the show, but to compare it to breaking bad, cause Gus or whatever his he's in. Ring. Yeah. So, uh, but to compare it to that, like breaking bad, like I felt like season one was very slow. Like almost the whole season. I was like, man, this isn't getting me into it. It actually took me three tries to get into breaking bad. But I feel yeah. like this is kind of the same thing. This season one feels slow, but I think it's setting up a lot of stuff for the future. So I think season two is going to come out like a banger. I, I hope so. I'm going to finish it. I know Taika Waititi directed the last episode, which best has episode. me excited to watch it. Yeah, that's the one you need to watch. It's so good. Okay. It definitely felt about halfway through that. I'm like, it just felt very fan servicey, and that like, Again, like it felt episodic and it felt like every episode was trying to like hit on one thing in Star Wars nerdum to be- basically be like, oh, I remember that. Like there's like the AT-ATs and like the third or fourth episode. And I don't know. It, for me, like I wanted and I feel this way about Star Wars in general. I want things that I haven't seen now. And if you're going to give me something that like I have seen, I guess I want more to the lore of different things. Like I would like to know more about like the bounty hunters and the Mandalorians are really cool. I just felt like I wasn't getting anything like new out of it. I was just seeing the Star Wars greatest hits. 
and I don't know. I want more than that. I, I don't like the episodic thing, so I really hope that there's a greater story for season two. Well, then I think you're going to really like the last episode. I think that'll really tie right, it together cool. for you and get you a little bit excited for season two. All right. Better. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, 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 I'm canceling Disney Plus, even though it's free right now. <laughs> it's free. I was going to say, if uh, if we did Disney Plus every week, I'd be like, okay, my recommend this week is uh, Empire Strikes Back. All right. This week, it's A New Hope. All right. This week, yeah. it's Return of the Jedi. <laughs> So this week it's not last Jedi, nor will it ever be. Yeah. I do want them to put rise of Skywalker on there soon. So I could rewatch it though. I almost bought it like recently when I, when I went on that like DVD uh, spending spree. Yeah. I was like, maybe I should get rise of Skywalker just to complete it. And then I didn't, but they did put out a box set recently with like all nine. in it. I was like, Oh, that's so sick. And I was like, unfortunately I have every movie. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I already have the box set from the the first six. So that's what I have the one that's got Anakin as a little boy on tattoo. Yeah, yeah, on the yeah. Front. I got that. Yeah, one. that's what I have. Mm-hmm. It's a nice box set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I got that, and then I have uh, Force Awakens and Rogue One. But I don't, I don't need Rise of Skywalker or Last Jedi. Like I don't feel they've done a really good job of making me feel like I don't give a shit about Star Wars enough to be a completist anymore. Yeah, I still own I own the Last Jedi and I own Solo, just because I I'm like I I need to have it. It's Star Wars, you know. I, I still feel yeah. that way, even though I felt like the Last Trilogy was a letdown. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really glad that we got to do this finally. Yeah, this was fun. I hope the uh, I hope the Swampies had fun too, and I hope they actually do check out some of these movies because we're not just throwing out whatever nonsense. I think I put a lot of thought into my list. I know. I know you as a person. I'm sure you put a lot of thought into this. I put no thought into anything. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, the Swampies have seen the videos we've been posting on our story for the bracket. I'm, they know we we put the work in for them. Between the we, book we and everything, Like we, it's all for the Swampies. You know, it's funny. I didn't bring this up. I'm not going to use these movies as like recommendations in the future, so... I'll just say it, but like HBO hits a lot of the nostalgia for me. And two, like two of the movies that are on my list for HBO that I was just like, I'm putting them on there just so I remember. But the big green and the Flintstones movie are both on HBO go along with a bunch of other stuff like the land before time. And I was like, man, like, Oh yeah, dude, there's a lot of stuff that would just like crush it. Nostalgia wise for me on HBO right now, <laughs> but I'm not going to recommend that. I'm not gonna be like, Hey everybody check out the big green. It's got like a 12%. <laughs> Not Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, that's kind of what Disney Plus has going for it. That's the only thing keeping them up is the nostalgia and all up in there. I th- there's one movie on uh on Disney Plus that's an old like Disney original. It's the one where they're they're like skateboarders or rollerbladers. I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's called like Brink or something like that. Oh yeah, I think that's like a, a but- favorite of Megan's too. Oh, really? It was so funny, though, because Ryan was like telling me about it. He's like, did you ever watch Brink like Brink as a kid? I was like, no, I don't know what that is. And he's like explaining the plot to me. I was like, this sounds so like 90s bullshit, stupid. Like, I don't want to watch that. And then we were actually going to a devil's game game that night and we met up with Johnny and Ryan mentioned to Johnny that he was watching it. And John started quoting the movie. That's awesome. I'm just standing there like, what is this? <laughs> well, that actually makes sense then, because they're both a couple of years younger than us. That and Megan's a few years younger than me too. So it might have been more of like around their gener like 
we might have been just outside of it, you know? Maybe. No, I just, I just thought it was funny that, like, I was like, what is this thing? And this sounds so stupid. And then John was like, oh, that line in that one movie that's like. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because, I mean, Out of we all have the movies mo- like that, too. Kazam. Yeah. I was. I just thought it was funny. Like, and I, I should even. Because, like, I know a lot of, like, the dialogue to ants. But I'm like, there's some mov- movies where I'm like, why is that a movie that you remembered the dialogue to? <laughs> like, a Disney dude. original movie about rollerblading. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. I think I don't know what the the Rotten Tomato score. I feel like critics probably don't love this movie, but the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the live action one, Ducky and Cat were over a while ago. This is pre social distancing and all that, and we watched that movie. And as we were watching it, I realized, oh, I know every word to this movie because I was quoting it constantly. Like right before they would say something, I would just turn and look at Ducky and just be like, "Cricket, no one knows what cricket is." You got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. <laughs> never pay full price for a late pizza. <laughs> yeah. Forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. <laughs> you know what's funny? That that movie is on Netflix right now, and it's listed yeah. under the crime section. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, that is more I, in line with what it is than it is. It's not a, that is not a kid's movie. It's dark. It's scary. Not really, but it was... It was funny, though, because I was flipping through, and then it's like, gritty crime movies, and I'm like, that's not a crime movie. (laughs) Dude, the Foot Clan, there was crime all over Manhattan. Oh, yeah, yeah, never mind. So I guess guess Avengers is a crime movie. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) They're wearing police badges. (laughs) Yeah. Don't you remember that scene where Iron Man read Loki the Miranda rights? (laughs) <laughs> and Loki's like Loki's just like you fucking pig <laughs> <laughs> but you know what Colin I don't want this quarantine to keep going I don't want this whole coronavirus to just continue being a pain in the fucking ass to the world but at the same time I really like to do in this episode I would like to do another one mm-hmm. I think uh, you know definitely you swampies, you listen to this. If you like it, if you dislike it, regardless, we would really appreciate it if you reach out to us and let you know what you thought of it. I was thinking maybe we do this as like a monthly thing while stuff's going on because they change what's on these streaming platforms monthly. Yeah. So maybe we do it. Maybe we do it once a month. We would like to know what you guys think of, of this. And if you go check anything out, I mean, we could also check our stats and see you how many people are listening, but definitely if, if you like it, if you dislike it, let us know because I think we're thinking of doing this more maybe once a month and then maybe a Patreon thing after all the quarantine stuff's over. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you definitely, if you hated this, uh, when this is all done, just don't subscribe to our Patreon. But if you like it, <laughs> then there you go. Like if, if you think it's worth the extra pennies or whatever we decide, if if it's worth $500 a month that we set this at the bracket for. No, I don't think we're going to have a $500 bracket for uh, Patreon. No. $500 a month. How could we? We will uh <laughs> we will fly to Hang you out with you. And yeah, and go see a movie of your choice with you. But well, only once, not every month. I could do it. I got I got a kid. <laughs> I was going to say shit to do. We could do that. You're not going to come? No, no, I would, I would, I'd be there. 
Okay, good. That was an actual thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll check my ledger. We'll put I'll it up it there happen. just to see. And if somebody really wants to give us that much money, then uh, cool. That would suck if like 30 people did it and it's like literally every day of the month we got to fly to a different state or a different country even. <laughs> We're like, what movie do you want to see? They all want to see the same movie. So we watch the same movie 30 days in a row. <laughs> God damn it. I've seen playing with fire 50 times. all right maybe we would have to add some caveats to that whole that whole thing let's let's bump it up to a thousand just in case i don't know if we have some really like affluent listener who's just like you know what challenge accepted fuck face (laughs) it's like shit now i'm cooking this guy dinner (laughs) (laughs) that's part of it now too is we cook them dinner if we cook them we do dinner in a movie we just wine and dine them yeah exactly Oh, that okay. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, at a at a one thousand dollar bracket on our Patreon, it's going to be a wine dine sixty nine situation. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing Patreon anymore. <laughs> it's canceled. No, yeah. we should. We'll set that up soon. We'll get that ready for everybody. But until then, you can you can just go and check out two dudes movie reviews dot com. You can check us out on social media at two dudes movie reviews. Definitely participate because we got the we have the brackets up. Um, they better be done by now. By the time this is out, this is weeks ago. <laughs> they're done. <laughs> yeah, they're done. They're definitely done. So they also expect that episode coming out really soon. That might uh, two weeks from today. You'll get the the results of the bracket. But stay tuned. Stay in touch. Stay safe. Stay the fuck at home. Stay away from any person you see. If you see somebody walking towards you, you just you just start spitting. Just start spitting loogies as far as you can. Just to back up. I thought you were going to say start spitting, start rapping. Yeah, just start. Okay, I take it back. Someone starts walking towards you, start spitting bars. Start, start spitting hot fire. They'll be like, ooh, I got to stand back. It's too hot. This fire, the spitting. Ooh, ah, I got to stand back. <laughs> That's every time someone starts rapping, I stand like at least like 40 feet away. I'm like, damn, I can't get near that inferno. (laughs) Sometimes you're waiting for the bus. It's like mid-December and you're just like, bro, can you spit some bars? You start just rubbing your hands together, just warming up by the bars. Mm. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Just warming up, just getting nice and toasty. But yeah, that's all we got to say. So uh, until then... Um, sa, su, sa, sa, suck it, swamp pies. <laughs>